welcome back guys to another episode today we have two uh special guests with us trudy and titus peak we're glad to have you all on the podcast today two uh long time family friends if you will so we're glad to have y'all glad to be here glad to be present y'all come from a rather large family of what five or six five <laughs> True, can't there are five children and so what's the age gap between the oldest and the youngest oh let's see tyler is 39 and you are 16 i'm homeschooled so i'm not gonna do that math right now so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what has it been like growing up in a large family loud i would say yeah Never a dull moment. If you don't have everybody over, it's kind of weird. Things get quiet, and you don't really know what to do with yourself. Mm -hmm. So we usually just start fighting to avoid the silence. (laughs) Who usually wins those fights? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of a hard one to answer. I don't know. I'm usually right, but, you know, sometimes she wins. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. How has growing up in a large family impacted you? Well, I mean, like, we had our parents, but we were also raised partially by our siblings, so, because they were already in their 20s by the time we were born. Yeah, you definitely have a lot more to, like, look up to as far as, like, what you're going to be like as an adult. You don't just have two examples. Um, I mean, we had our mom and dad, but then we also had our two brothers and our sister to kind of show us what you could be like. That's great. If you could live anywhere. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Ooh, probably Texas. Somewhere near like Joe Rogan. That's where all your Kanye. exes are, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, also, also Elon's out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty big state. I'd say somewhere like around Wyoming, Colorado-ish. I like the mountains. I like the cold weather, and I like being far enough for my neighbors that I don't ever have to see them. Hmm. So y'all want to keep it stateside? Because when I asked Ben and Jake this question, they wanted to go to, like, <laughs> Greece or yeah. Italy or somewhere like that. that I mean, I think fun. I could live in Guatemala, but that's just... Japan would be pretty cool. <laughs> that's <though>. personal reason. <laughs> I'm too tall for Japan because I couldn't fit in the beds and doorways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I could live in the North Pole and I would still fit everywhere. So, <laughs> if you won ten million dollars tomorrow, what would you do with it? Doing it at all? I'm just kidding. No, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> probably invest to the like needy. Out half need of it. it. Yeah, I am the needy. Am the needy what would you yes. invest in? Stocks, real estate. No, anything but crypto. Hmm, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, I I just got into the stock market recently. My grandparents bought me fractions of a share in Amazon and Home Depot, kind of just to let me kind of learn it a little bit because I'm kind of interested. But anyways, yeah. What about you, Trudy? What would you do with it? I had a million dollars. I would buy a piece of land and pay it off and put a house on it. And that's about it. It's going to cost you $10 million to buy land. And build a house and pay it off. What yeah. kind of land and house <laughs> are you want? Here? By the end of it, the million dollars would be a nice down payment on what I want. So, well, you got nine more. 
Oh, it was 10? I thought you said a million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, like, after I buy the land, pay it off, you know, I don't need anything, nothing big, like, you know, like 100 acres, you know. Yeah. Um, Fence it. I mean, that's going to cost. And then it put a house on it. I ain't got my enough fancy. Um, Just not a tent. And (laughs) then I'd probably buy some cows or some horses. I don't really know. I might, you know, just disappear in Homestead and never see anyone ever again. Go be one of those people that go into town like once a month or something. Like once a year to get <laughs> the yeah. necessities to make my own toilet paper at home. Yes. <laughs> I hope you don't do that. Don't ever do that. I'm not visiting you for Christmas. <laughs> no, you're going to bring your own toilet paper. <laughs> Come don't worry. My fences will be too high. No one's coming in. <laughs> no You're going to be that person. You're going to be that creepy old homestead lady out yeah. in the middle of Wyoming. I would say with a lot of cats, but I'm allergic, so it would be a lot of cows. In the house, probably. No. probably. Probably. Y'all, please pray for her. I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> so, Titus, what are your plans after you graduate high school? And, Trudy, what are yours after you graduate college? Well, uh... I'm looking more on like the mechanic side, probably diesel mechanic. Uh-huh. I really like that side of uh, of work. Uh, you know, working with my hands. I just I really enjoy that. Right now, I work at a Speedy Lube in Thompson, and it's kind of nice being able to like get around an engine and you know get a feel around it. And uh, but I plan to do that for trying to kind of do that for a career. So what like what inspired you to get into being a mechanic and working with your hands like that? What well. I had, when I was like, I think 15, we had a little white Toyota outside, and my parents said, you know, if you like fix it up and you do the work on it, you can get it to run. Mm-hmm. And it was like, give it to me, because it didn't run. So I was like, okay. So I just went out there and tried it, and then I just kind of found out that I liked it. And, yeah. You know, I enjoyed working with it, and it didn't run. It didn't run. We actually sold it for like $100, <laughs> but wow. it was still worth it. You got a Ford Ranger. Yeah. Straight yeah, pipe Ford better. Ranger. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Trudy? Um, I, I really don't know. Tell us if about your um, educational journey. <laughs> well, since you graduated. Oh, yeah, that was my next know. question. How many <clears throat> times have you changed your major, and what is it right now? <laughs> so I have been to two different colleges, and I've changed my major four times. And this is fourth time. <laughs> I changed it to business, and I honestly think it fits the best because. So, for, where did where did you come from, and where are you where are you now with? So I moved to Tifton, Georgia. Went to APAC, and I started out as an ag communications major, and I lasted a few months in that, probably a good first semester, and then mm-hmm. I realized it just was not for me. Mm-hmm. I loved like the animals and growing up like showing animals and being involved with animals like I knew that I wouldn't want to be the one writing about them but I want to be with them so I changed to animal science and I am so proud of anybody that can actually do those classes and make it because it's really really hard um so after that I changed it to early childhood education and I moved back home and went to Gordon State and uh, that definitely was still not the right decision for me. And currently, I work at Buggy Town Auctions in Barnesville, and I'm getting my business degree. Not really sure what I'm going to do, but that's that's what all I got it's right just now. Just a degree. Yeah, yeah. Hang I've come too far to stop now. Say I got yep. that. <clears throat> that's true, though. You don't want to like 
Yeah, how many years are you into it now? Two and a half. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. want to just quit at yeah. two and a half. Might as well go, what, four? Or are you going to do the six years? Uh, not the six. She did not the six. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that either. I'm just ready to get out of high school. You wouldn't want to do the four. So what are some <laughs> things y'all do? Buggy Town Auction, what is that, and what do y'all do there? So we're an auction in Barnesville, Georgia. <clears throat> We have three different types of sales. We have our regular miscellaneous sale. And with miscellaneous, you can pretty much sell anything that you could sell at a yard sale. Um, whether it's like I know a, a lady a named used, <laughs> Like a used kitchen sink <laughs> or like brand new stuff. But then we sell small animals and hoofed animals. Large animals, if you will. Awesome. And that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I'd recommend if... You go down there. It's a cool place. It's pretty awesome, but uh, be prepared to get a little dirty. It is not mm. the it's not the fanciest place in the world. No, but they sure are busy week to week. Don't wear white tennis shoes. It's my <laughs> advice. Hmm. What what's what do y'all sell the most of? Like with small animals. Well, small animals, I'd say chickens and rabbits are pretty much tied up there. Um, we sell the majority just rabbits and chickens. What's some exotic animals y'all sell? We've sold snakes. We've sold lizards, um, sugar gliders, well, parrots. What's a sugar, sugar glider? glider? Imagine a squirrel, a bat, some, it's and a, a sugar cube with a wings. raccoon had a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like a a raccoon squirrel hybrid mixed with like bat wings, and it it makes a really creepy sound. What sound does it make? <laughs> Give us an example. Yeah. You got to no. show us. You got to show us. Come on. It's just kind of like screechy. Like how? Like. Elaborate. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was nice. I like that. One more time. I don't have... <laughs> Do that. And does it make that sound when it's like caged up at the sale? Sometimes? No, they hide when they're around people. Uh, yeah. I've never seen They one do of that those, at night. They? Oh. But yeah. the sales at night. <laughs> They're nocturnal, so once the lights go out, they are very much awake. It's a great first pet for your kids. <laughs> yeah, if you like things that will keep them in the room. and fly from your roof at night. <laughs> why do why do some do so? Do people buy these animals to like eat, or do they buy them to eat. raise them, or like not not just that animal, not that just the sugar, sugar cube with wings. No, no, I'm saying like chickens, rabbits, do they buy them to like raise them, eat them, or like as pets? A lot of people buy them just to raise them and resell or raise and breed them and resell. Um, but I'm sure some people do eat them. And a lot of people, I'm sure, make them out of, make them into pets. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we have chickens for eggs, but they're more like my mom's kids. So I wonder if that's what they have at Great Wall on the stick, if that's actually a sugar lighter. <laughs> I always wonder what meat that is. Nobody will know. Chicken. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> no one you hear knows that screeching the in the back. Then, you know. <laughs> no one knows. So, yeah. I'm just practicing their taekwondo. <laughs> you drive you drive past the great wall at night and just... <laughs> 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 you see what a couple escaping out of the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that's not chicken. It can't be chicken. It's too good to be chicken. It's right. too tender. Yeah. Something else, something foreign. Something foreign. 
very yeah, about as far as the um, alley. Pet <laughs> 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 smart across the street. <laughs> there is one across the street. <laughs> <laughs> they go over there at night when it's closed. Yeah, they dug an underground tunnel to the kennels. <laughs> Been having secret meetups with the pest control guy from Walmart after dark. <laughs> Oh man. Easter. He's got a cage in his truck that says a great wall on it. <laughs> oh my god. Easter supplier. They're the fattest ones in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll still eat it though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Continue I don't care what kind of meat that is. It's good. I'll eat it. Jacob and Caleb, they want to get into this peacock turkey <clears throat> turkey business. Is from the expert, is that like, is there money to be made in that? Can you make money in that? Or It really depends. Um, you got to really pay attention to your calendar and kind of keeping an eye on when people buy things or just from experience of being there. Um, turkeys, yes. That's a good, a good business to get in. Um, however, selling them young is not a good idea because they don't bring as much. So the older they get, the prettier their feathers get the more you're going to get from them. Uh, of course, that means you're going to put more feed in them. Um, peacocks, finding rare peacock, um, I guess, breed variations would be important. Like uh, a balano peacock will go for more than a regular one. Mm. Or an all-black one. <laughs> they just do. That kind of proves a point that I've been trying to make to Jacob and Caleb. I, well, I, What would that be? About the... Yeah, I just tell them, like, wow, just don't know. I'm like, just don't get peacocks and animals. They've gotten chickens about three or four times. They've rotated through, like, three or four batches of chickens, and they all die, or coyote, not a coyote, a raccoon or something gets them. So I'm just like, quit with the animals. (laughs) They're they're not the best caretakers of animals. (laughs) They They want the reward, not the... Work the that work. comes mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. So, I but I feel like a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like yeah. a lot of times everybody can be that way. What do you do at the auction? I'm the owner's personal assistant. Um, oh, so, okay. You know, you know. Um, I get to help her prepare for the sales, help with like kind of the marketing and advertising, the bookkeeping, um, just kind of everything that goes in behind the scenes into preparing for sale, like whether it be ordering copy paper, back tags, flyers, um, running social media, answering questions. I answer like 20 or more phone calls a day. So, mm. How and many then, did you answer today? Well, today's actually my one day off a week. So I didn't one day me. off? Yeah. What days are the sales? Saturdays and Fridays. And you have, um, y'all have that much to keep y'all busy all week? Yeah, I work Tuesday through Saturday. And then I work sometimes on Sunday nights. Dang, they keep you busy. Titus, what about, tell me about Speedy Lube. What do you do at Speedy Lube? And are y'all speedy there? Yes, well, there I uh, I lubricate cars speedily. It's kind of in the name. Yes, I I do. Do you have lube on you right now? No. I don't carry it outside Mechanic of work. Mechanic always keeps lube on them. Yeah, I got some in my truck though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to, got to. Yeah, we're pretty speedy there though. We will get you out in about you know, ten seconds. No, about five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Pretty fast. Pretty fast. You know, you know, you've been in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do me right in there. Yeah. Change that old 
quickly. Very speedily. speedily. Is you might even say. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So how did you how did you come to start working at Speedily? Well, that white car that I told you about, I changed the oil on it as part of the fixing it up. I said, that's kind of fun. And then I told my dad, and he's like, well, I know the owner of Speedy Lube. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I could do that for like a job, though. That's like, people do that like for a living? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I got a job there. Good story. <laughs> you just said, that's like cool. That and you know, I was like, that cool and you were teleported to the Yeah, place. I was like, I kind of like <laughs> changing all. I was like, it'd be kind of fun to do that like as a job. But I wish some place like that, like that existed. He was like, he oh, well, it does. The whole story in his bottom lip never moved. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it's a good story. I, do yeah. that too. I, I can like talk or sing without even really. If I talk without I list, I sound like this. Uh huh. Sound like Jennifer Coolidge. (laughs) (laughs) I want a hot talk real bad. (laughs) I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't even know who you're talking about. I'm not sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting weird. This is getting really weird. (laughs) Anyway, my last and final question. What's your biggest pet peeve? Go ahead. Okay. I have Are a you few. Sure? I have a few, so I'm gonna have to... Number one. Okay. I I don't like when people use the wrong grammar. Like when they don't know what to to use on Like when spelling? Yes. In in texting and spelling in a proper email. You should know what there to use, what mm-hmm. to to use. And if you don't look it up. I just don't know what is. It's okay. I want to use, I wanna use the right on. one, but I just don't know which one to use. But, like, he, he at least you don't respond and be like, me too, me too, W. He asked oh. me how to spell use the other day. Well, There's only one way to spell use. Yeah, W-H-O-Z. Well, like, if you mean, like, a sheep you, then use is E-W-E-S. Yeah, well. U-S-E. Who's texting about use? Yeah, U-S-E. <laughs> One time I was in like the fifth grade and I couldn't okay. figure out how to spell of. <laughs> O-F, of. I couldn't figure out how to spell it. I was spelling it with a U-V and I was like, I don't know what's the problem here. It was a hard day. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know what my pet peeve is. I have like quite a few, but you know, especially at work <laughs> if I'm like, all right, don't crank up your car. And they're like, crank it up. I'm like, I literally just said don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they like spray oil everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's I your can, fault, sir. I can see. I can see yeah. why that would make you mad. It's very aggravating. <laughs> You know what really, really grinds my gears, though? It just, like, it really, this is probably my biggest pet peeve. It's just, Spell. it's really bad, like, I don't know, it just, like, really gets, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's, like, a really bad pet peeve, though, like, when you, it's just, like, you can't really, you know, when people, like, you know what I mean? Like, when. That's annoying. When people don't get to the point. Yeah. When yeah. they don't spit their words out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was so frustrated over here. I was just, like, clawing into my yeah. seat. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say probably one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't share this a lot, but one of my biggest pet peeves is there's certain words I don't like, like that just shouldn't be said. For example, baggy. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be a word. That should not be a word. It's a Ziploc bag. Don't call it a baggy. Oh. So a big bag is a bag. And then a little bag is a baggy. Is it no? That's a little bag. It's a baggy waggy. (laughs) It's not a bag. That sounds (laughs) baggy. It's a ziploc bag. Call it a ziploc bag. What about saying someone's pants are baggy? Well, that's no. They just say they they. Yeah, that's with the Y. So with the Y is fine. 
Yeah, the white. I would agree Baggy. with that. Like, would well, you prove of its twin buggy? Yeah, because it's with buggy, the Y. But it's a shopping cart. Oh yeah, buggy. That, what do you call it? It just sounds more country. <laughs> Some people call it a trolley. Why do y'all call it buggy town? Do y'all have any buggies there? Yeah. Are y'all a town? It's actually Buggy Town because Barnesville, Georgia, where it originated, is known as the Buggy Town because it's where they used to make horse buggies. Hmm. A little, a little history there. Well, they went out of business a long time ago. But we still have Buggy Days once a year, and that's the big festival. Yeah, I went, I went to that like a week ago. And I left like 10 minutes after getting there. Oh, like, so much there were so many people there. Yeah. So, a baggie. That's one of my pet peeves. Then also, another one of my pet peeves, muscular women. Okay. Mm. Hear me out. Hear oh me out. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't, I don't have any problem with, like, girls working out and stuff. I, and I think everybody should, like, stay healthy and stay fit. But, like... If your wife's arms are bigger than yours, if she can beat you in a fight, like, that's scary. That intimidates me. So would you say that this comes from your own insecurity? What are you trying to say, Trudy? What are you trying to say? No, but when I see a woman in public, and she's wearing, like, a tank top, and she's, her arms, and she, like, Hogan. She walks. You know how that how strong yeah. people walk, like the like an ox, like the ox of how Connor you walk. McGregor right. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just can't do the big arms. It just makes me yeah. feel uncomfortable. I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And also, just motivation to get bigger arms. So, yeah. And Sorry also, to make you so another another pet peeve of mine. <laughs> it's like dudes that have really long flowy hair. But I just just like dudes with long hair, and then they flip it. That's just. Dudes, like keep your hair short. Like Connor's okay though. Me, Connor's yeah, Connor's is okay. But it's his is not like down to his <laughs> no. butt cheeks yet. Yeah, I've seen one like, guy who like straightens it, it <laughs> and it looks really weird. And he looks, you know, mm, the guy on the L'Oreal commercial suspicious. when he straightens his hair and he flips it, he makes me very uncomffortable. Yeah. The L'Oreal commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it so smooth? It's probably a a man's hair should not probably. be that smooth. It needs to be at least a little dull. All right. You yeah, exactly. Have shiny hair like that. Exactly. He be right. using that Olaplex. I don't even know what that is. Me and Levi use a, a eight and one. It's yeah. motor eight and one. Motor oil, toothpaste, deodorant, uh, cooking oil too. Yeah. Brake <laughs> fluid. Uh, body wash, mouthwash. Uh, the works, you know. Don't forget conditioner. Yes. Got a condition. Yes, and shampoo. Got a condition. And body wash, you know. It is a body wash. So. Yeah. Shaving cream. Yeah. It's a, it's a eight. It's one. everything. Ad it's ad everything in one. Everything in one. Why would you need something else? It's an eight in one, but the eights turn sideways. It's actually just infinity. infinity. Like you can just use it for anything. <laughs> what do you buy it. this stuff at? Speedy Lou. I can't tell you that. They sell it behind Speedy Lou. Yeah, you got you to say the no, secret no, no. phrase when you come to Speedy Lou. I'll tell you later after. Okay. They also oh, yeah. help outsource to uh, the Great Wall. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they put. That's one of their sauces. That's their TSO sauce. That's the cooking oil. Oh, the cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what they cook the, um, sugar you know, gliders the, in. the CAT behind, <laughs> the, sugar gliders. behind the Walmart yeah. in. <laughs> well, righty, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us. We <laughs> we had fun <laughs> having y'all on, but uh, we're gonna take a real quick break and get into reading our Bible verse. So we'll be right back after this. 
Okay, y'all, today's verse is found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So that verse is basically meaning when you give, when you give to others, it's important to not announce it, not let everybody know what you are doing. Because, you know, if you do, you know, you'll lose you won't have any reward as it says from your father in heaven by giving in secret and not telling everybody that you're giving this amount or that or whatever it may be you're you're getting a reward from your father in heaven and i just think that's that's awesome this chapter matthew chapter 6 i mean there is a lot of good stuff in there here from giving to the needy prayer um Fasting, treasures in heaven, and do not worry. Like, there is just a big chunk of wisdom in here. And it's in red letters, so you know that Jesus said it. So whenever you see something in red letters, it's it's really important. I encourage you to read Matthew chapter 6. There's a lot of great stuff in there about just a bunch of different things. So, you know, if you don't know what to read, Pick up your Bible and turn to Matthew chapter 6 because it's got a lot of good wisdom in it. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Make sure to listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends about us. We'd really appreciate you all spreading the word about us. We'll see you on the next one.